Session two of Overture of Fate, or simply just titled Overture. Here we go. Uh, quick, quick description of the world because Drac missed it last time. Basically, imagine a world that is young, right? The planet has not even fully rounded out yet. It was, it was, it at some point you could call it flat if Euclidean dimensions applied. But this is very, very long time ago when the universe is young, magic is strong. There's no question as to whether or not the gods exist. It seems obvious. So, you know, not, not a whole lot of religious conflict. In the sky, you can you can see the stars, but they are much, much, much brighter than they are in real life. And instead of just that empty, terrifying blackness, there's a swirl of blue haze. Almost like you can still see the spirit of the universe coalescing. Uh, in addition to the stars, what hang, hanging in the sky are several basically half-formed planets. You can see, you can look it up, you can see the crescent where the lands are starting to curve. Uh, those, those of you who are into intellectual pursuits might be interested in traveling there someday. But that's not, you know, free travel between these spheres is not something that is regular right now. You see what I mean? Now, each of the spheres have their own names, and we'll, we'll get into that at some point, but uh, they work with the constellations in order to inform the cosmology of this world. Okay? Uh, any questions, Drac? Nope. Okay. Now, other than that, it's pretty standard for a D&D world, other than, other than there are certain, like, elemental affinities, you know, with regarding you know, various races. Like, if you're an elf, you get certain you know, affinities with air, dwarves with fire, etc., etc., you know, but other than that, it's pretty standard fantasy. So you find yourselves atop of a obviously magic built tower out of an unidentifiable gray stone. You might mistake the stone for obsidian at first, but it doesn't it doesn't have that same sheen. Uh, but it's obvious that there were you know, people hands did not work this stone. OK, now. On, from atop the tower, you guys see a pretty standard setup for like, you know, sacrificial rituals or, you know, astronomical rituals, depending on what kind of magic you, you, you follow. Um, through a series of telescopes that sort of, that sort of uh, point inward, it all sort of coalesces to make, to make a microscopic tear in reality that's viewable from a, a distant set of goggles. Almost like the person who built this didn't quite trust it. And uh, Shannon, quick reminder: your 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 fingertips are still injured from where the the blood was basically pulled from your body into the in just minute amounts because you didn't get too close. But that you know. Yeah. So that's that still. Yeah. Stands. I still don't want to be anywhere close to touching this again. I'm going to go look at one of the telescopes instead. Well, to finish describing the uh, the scene, and then I'll get right to that. From atop sure. the tower, you guys can see you are in ye olde eldritch dark evil forest. Yeah, Merkwood for the win, right? Uh, you can see scattered all around, there are other towers. Each one very, very distinct in, in, in design, but they all seem to sort of, sort of uh, they make a pattern. You know, I'm working with, with a bunch of characters with really big brains, so I'm not even going to make you roll on that one. Uh, now, what pattern it's in, it's hard to tell, but because you, you don't really know where you are, where the center point is. You, you, you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. But there are definitely other towers. Now, 
Shannon, mm. you were inspecting the telescopes. Yeah, I, I just pick one. All right. Not I'm not I'm not dumb enough to try to move between the telescope and that tear. I'm just gonna back out between and then go look at one. <laughs> right. Uh, do me a use a uh, use magic device check. Now, you guys, um, the rest of you, are what are you guys doing while she's checking out the telescopes? I was um, on Overwatch at the bottom of the tower. Yep. Yeah, that's where you are, but the there are others at the top. I was looking through the goggles when she put her hand too close. Right, so you got to see the blood get pulled into this little rip. Okay. So what At which you... point, I'm... I'm actually going to make my way carefully, give you know, keeping enough, you know, giving the center a wide berth so that I can make my way around to where she's at because I know she's bleeding, so I can give her a little healing. All right, it's just one point of damage. You don't need to roll. Yep. So Shannon, your mm -hmm. fingertips feel better. Oh. Yeah. All right. That and... one point's basically like an orison, like boink. Yeah, basically. Yep. Uh, Dan, what about you? Um, I think we had made it up there, and we were just... Uh, yeah, everybody's up it, here except for Tom. Okay, so, yeah. Now, other than that, I was probably just kind of perusing, looking around, seeing what kind of uh, other stuff homie's got going on. Um, I saw the telescope. I've probably seen things like it in the past. Uh, likening it to something like a spyglass, but obviously far more technical and not really something that I should be toying with unless if I have specific instruction. Well, your character has, so, that, has that nautical experience, so you already know what a telescope is. You, you, it's not like some strange technology. Um, so if all the telescopes were pointed inwards... Can I look through one of the the ocular lenses on the on one of the telescopes and just see what it was looking at? Uh, you could, but you'd have to sort of stand out over the edge of the tower to see yeah, I'm, the end part. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I might be. I might be. You know, no. Yeah, no. I can just see you flubbing your dex check. I'm in trouble, guys. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. Yes. Congratulations, Daniel. You just spent the last uh, two hours working on a character that's now dead. <laughs> Wouldn't so. be the first time. Oh, my God. Uh, Remember that time Mike got X'd out in the very first round of combat? In, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. That, that was, was so funny. That was but before That was before it. Tom's time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was high school. Right. Or not high school. That was uh, JC days. Okay, so, so what's your action? Um, well, I'm basically just kind of keeping a lookout and seeing if anything stands out as far as, you know, like extra-dimensional creepers from another dimension, that kind of crap. Okay. Now, Drac, you you haven't gamed with me before, so um, basically giving this as a freebie to everybody else. When I start keeping track of actions in combat time, you can, you're free to take that as your character getting a bad feeling. Okay. Okay, so, all right, back to you guys. What's your role on Use Magic Device? 13. 13. Well, they're telescopes. What do you want to know? Mm. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to look over at Dan's character. Where's Robo Rat? Downstairs. Uh, I think he's down below. Did he make that thing he's walking around in? Better than average chance. I think his, we need to get uh, him up here. His people are known for coming up with odd feats of engineering to make up for shortcomings. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to get him up here. Well, right. well you can I know always, enough I mean, about stuff like this to know that I don't know nearly enough about it. Well, we don't have a telephone, but we have a tell Chrissy's character, and if she's <laughs> not here, we'll just tell the tell Chrissy's character to go get homie and bring him up. Well, this or is, tell him, tell me. That's that's a good idea, and this is an opportunity to tell you know, Drac, both Drac and the audience. Uh, we we don't penalize players for not being here. We understand life happens. So Chrissy's character can do minor actions, but she can't engage in combat or anything like that, right? Cool. Right. Right. Yes. No putting no putting uh, people's characters who are not here physically in the line of fire so they get shot at. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that doesn't go well. Yeah, that's how you get your ass shot in real life. <laughs> just remember. Just remember all friendly fire doesn't happen. Okay. Here's a question. Can I roll knowledge the planes to see if I know exactly what I'm looking at. Actually, that's a very good idea. Go ahead. And remember, if you roll in that 20, you get to roll again. He made a perp, yo. 20. With, with my modifier. Oh, okay, I was going to say, yay! All right. Um, well, it's definitely a dimensional rift. You're, you've never seen anything like this before, but uh, it's it's definitely not okay. Um, with that with that role, you can you can surmise it's probably getting pulled to the to the uh, plane of shadow or mm -hmm. something akin to it. Now, if you'd rolled any higher, you'd you'd have more information. <clears throat> of course. Yeah, Pathfinder tends to go in groups of five for stuff like that. But yeah, cool, this cool. is this is extremely dangerous. And basically, the more it is fed, whatever it's whatever created it, decided what it feeds on. Basically, how to build it. It's it's basic structural magical building blocks. This thing mm -hmm. appears to feed on blood, which very heavily implies the shadow plane. Now, um, okay. So for the for for members of the audience or people who don't know D and D quite as well as us old beards, uh, the shadow plane is a is a place sort of between planes that's where you get most your most of your undead come from is dark spirits from the shadow plane that's how you necromancers do it usually and give usually it, yeah well there's lots of different ways to get your undead um there's actually believe it or not folks there's actually uh ways to build undead that are not evil believe it or not but it takes some it takes some effort usually they just say screw it and put an evil spirit in a in a body so what that tells you is that that could explain why, uh, like that the the body had no flesh, the boy's body. Right. Yeah. Because it was all stripped away by the uh, rip. Yeah, that could very well be. Now you didn't roll well enough to figure out how old this rift might be, but given the just just given the. Uh, 
basic information at hand, you could probably deduce that it, the rift is growing. Because you rolled a 20. Well, that gets you a lot of information. That's that's not a good thing. So in, in general, so, for checks like these, the better you, the higher you roll, not only the, the more deeper information, but the number of pieces of information you get. Cool? Okay. Cool. Um, can I turn around and um, vocalize this to my compatriots? Uh, yes, you can. So Sonatus gets a pensive look on his face and then spills the beans, so to speak. Beans. Yeah. And then one of the tarp suits. Well, um, good to know. Although difficult to uh, to really put a finger on besides that. Uh, right, it ain't um, me. At the very least, we don't want to stay up here. Well, not only that, but we still haven't really figured out the source of where all the bad mumbo-jumbo is coming from. Uh, we haven't seen anything to indicate that this is it, but we also haven't seen anything to disprove, to disprove that it isn't. Yeah, the, this could very well be entirely unrelated. Now, you all know better, so I'm not going to pull that one over the gamer's eyes, but yeah, for all <laughs> you know, it could be unrelated, yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, these telescopes are they all pointed so that they are to observe the rift or are they pointed yes. away from them they are pointed inward the and down yeah exactly and then they seem to be piped together to the pair of goggles so that whoever set this up can observe from a safe distance safe in quotation points fair enough Uh, and I don't suppose there's any way of being able to determine or ascertain what the nature of the energies are that are flowing out of that rift or flowing into that rift. Well, you haven't examined it. The cleric has examined oh. it, but, a, a, but the wizard has not. Oh. Well, then maybe I should examine it. Probably. <clears throat> yeah. That would be a good like idea. You. Okay. okay. I'm going to go see what's taking Robo-Rat so long to get up here. All right, you see. I will observe. All right, while you're rolling, um, making your, uh, I believe this would be a spellcraft check for you. Okay. Um, Shannon, you stick your head over the side, and you can see that uh, um, Robo Boy and the fairy are having a discussion. You cannot hear what the fairy is saying. Her voice is just too small. However, with your elven ears, you might be able to pick up. Uh, may, go ahead and make me a, a quick, uh, per, uh, not perception check. You know what I mean? I rolled a nineteen. Oh jeez. No, that was right, me. Yeah. Okay. So you can you can you can hear what's no, going on. No, that was me. Oh well, I no, rolled no, a nineteen. She also rolled a nineteen. <laughs> nice. So you can hear them talking about how they're gonna get him up, because basically having him walk all the way up here, basically you can you, if Tom were here, he could he could act it out, but they're trying to figure out how to get him up. The towers aren't the towers aren't like impossibly tall. We're not looking at like Orthanc here. So if you guys have enough rope, you may be able to haul him up here. 
Well, given my profession, I'm sure I have some. Is it enough to uh, reach down there? Mm. With a bit of effort. Okay. Note to self. Tell, 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 uh, tell Romper Stomper there to get a fucking winch and put it on his fucking apparatus so that way we can just wheel him up. Grappling hook time. Launcher and a winch. Oh, good lord. There you go. It's a trebuchet. A kind of... Do you use it in combat? No, it makes me spin. Wee. <laughs> okay. So well, right, he's... he's talking to the pixie, can I get a grappling hook down there and hook him and just yoink him up? No, you're not strong enough to just yoink him up. That's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're all gonna do, do something like that, you're all gonna have to work together or come up with a magical solution or something like that. But you can't just yoink him. Darn it! No yoinking. No yoinking. <laughs> How long would it take me to run up, following the sigils and all that? In the suit, quite a while. If you were just gonna, if you, if you, if you're gonna hop out of the suit just to come up and check shit out, you know. I might be able to even scale the side of the tower. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, we you got the you you got the bonuses, you got the tail. Going up surfaces is not an issue, usually. Uh, damn, and I didn't take climb as one of my skills. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. Well, considering but, that it's strength based, your character would be kind of at a loss in some cases. Got a plus two there anyway. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What would my racial bonus be to that? Climb plus two. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and do that then. All right. So you're leaving the suit behind and scrambling up? Yep. I'm going to leave the suit behind down there and scramble up. Son of a bitch. All right. <clears throat> well, I'm not doing anything secretly behind your back like rolling dice. Oh, I know you are. I expected that uh -huh. the moment I left the suit. Oh, I can't believe it. It's been five freaking rounds already. All right. Uh, Dan, what you got? Nineteen for your thing? Uh, yeah. If you look in the chat, it shows that I got a total of thirty-one on my check. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at like three different things at the same time. You want oh, me to that... roll for climb? Yep. I did that to perception. Who's Thorny Spark? I... That'd be me. Why'd you roll your bluff? I don't know. Or he's like he's psyching himself up. I'm going. I'm so gonna climb you. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna climb up on that. Hey, it worked. I got a fifteen. Yeah, no, that's 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 good. Like I said, there's there's lots of weird and odd ledges and shapes and things to to sort of grab onto. You know, it it, it this it kind of looks like maybe what it, what you would imagine if a child scribbled out a wizard tower. <laughs> you know. So you're you're climbing up. All right, Dan. Yep. So. Uh, obviously, you know what must seem, seem like seem obvious at this point. Uh, the schools of necrom necromancy and uh, conjuration are in heavy use here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, this, um, however, that that being said, with what you have observed so far, um, you don't think this thing has a has the capacity to grow much beyond a little spark in size. 
that unless being something's said, actively acting upon it. Yeah, definitely. Um, that being said, with the other towers, you know, this spark might be working with the other towers in some way. Like if all the other how towers many, have the same I mean, spark. Is there something to indicate like how many other towers there are? Not really. Mostly just distance, and it's not the the light isn't very good right now. It's evening. Any telescopes are there? Four. Thank you, Shannon. Four. Yep. Okay. So maybe it's possible that there are four other towers that are basically focusing their energies on this one convergence point. Well, you can definitely see at least four towers in the distance. There might be more, but you, that might. You all, and then again, you might be looking at a big ass tree. Okay. Well, who's to say that a big ass tree couldn't be a tower? I don't know. Okay. Is there a is there a distinctive arcane signature that this thing is throwing off? Yeah, I just told you necromancy and conjuration. Yeah. Okay. So if I were to, say, kind of mentally catalog this, I would be able to identify the signature at a later time and say, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. So um, that being said, I don't, th I don't think at this point that it's going to be that terribly okay. beneficial for us to be. At that moment, you all start to feel a thrumming beneath your feet. That's like a... a Far up the tower am I? Uh, you are okay. The, the tower is four like tall stories, to, uh, tall stories high. Like it has vaulted ceilings. Dan, you know, you know construction. But how, how about about how high would that be? Forty to fifty feet. Yeah. You're looking at probably close to about fifty feet. Yeah. Okay, so pretend I didn't say the thing about the rope, because that that's <laughs> like a standard. Like I get, you all got that in your back pocket. Yeah, I, I I may have overestimated the height. <laughs> well, I mean, if the well, interior, big surprise there. Oh! I mean, that's just assuming like the interiors of these things are you know twelve, ten to twelve feet high. So each floor you know could conceivably be about ten feet, and so offering two foot of you know essentially flooring Some between in between levels. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which anything taller than twelve feet would just be stupid. Now, if you wanted to have it to be like obscenely like airy and all that other stuff, which is entirely possible, it's within the purview of the wizard. Then I mean, it could be whatever the fuck you want to be. Okay, given your movement speed and the fact that you have plenty of handholds for your tail. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, for the players at home, that his his rays can basically climb as long as they have something to climb on, they can get their normal movement speed. Like up walls and shit, and stuff, stuff. I said stuff. All right, so you're you're at about floor two uh, when the rumble run the rumble begins. You start to hear a sort of groaning, gasping sound from on the other side of one of the windows, and lots of clicks, like bone scraping. Take a peek inside of the window as I go up. Okay, now the skeletons that I described previously. Um, are beginning to sort of reassemble. Uh, there, it's not 
any discernible shape. Bones are sort of pulling together from all over the place. Like squirrel bones are joining with people bones to make these chaotic amalgams of... Uh, Homunculus. Basically, yeah. So they're, they're not assembled yet, but you can see whatever defenses, or maybe you woke something up. These, these, the, the big people obviously screwed something up. Get getting a double time and get my ass up there. Yeah. Oh, shit. I figured it out. What? He didn't follow the glyph. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shut up, asshat. Because he went up the side of the tower. Yeah, but by him going up to the top of the tower without following the glyph is... It woke these things up. Yeah. Oh, good. I was afraid with my blood that did it. To be completely honest, that would probably occur to my... If my character knew what was happening, aside from anything, he'd probably occur... That would probably occur to him. Oh, yeah, well, I guess that would make sense. So, you guys have about one round of preparation before... Initiative time. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, well, the stairs that we use to come up here, is that the only way into this room at the top? Nope. Uh, quick reminder, there is another stairway going down, and about halfway down between the tower and the next floor, you, there's a, a crumpled skeleton of a mage. Okay. Will he come alive, too? We shall see. You can go check. I'll be going right up past him. So yeah, you're you. We oh. know, we know what you're doing this round. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Go check on uh, the various piles of bones. Yeah, I would so say object curiosity. Which 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 stair? Are you going going the upstairs or the or the stairs up or the stairs down? Are you checking? They both go up and down. <laughs> well, yes, but if they follow the glyph, you have to take the other stair down to complete the... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, quick reminder, the basically the uh, the way, the wizard who occupied this tower, or magic user, whatever, who occupied this tower, had set in a basic defense. You had to get to the top safely. You had to walk a, a glyph. So which one? Uh, stairs up or stairs down? Stairs down. All right. Uh, do me a favor and make me a perception check. Perception. God dang. Okay, so you as you're as you're leaning over, you hear this and you figure out that semantic spell component. So you pull back before this lightning bolt just rips out of the stairwell. Screw you, Dan. (laughs) Y'all saw the lightning bolt. There's no missing the lightning bolt. Now, and you guys don't need to roll your fifth level. Skeletons shouldn't do that. Skeletons aren't supposed to cast spells. Wait, a skeleton just cast a spell? That's what Dan. That's what uh, Dan's character says. Was it the Was it the 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 wizard that was you know? Yeah, the wizard skeleton was on the stairs down. You don't know what might yeah. be following you on the stairs up. 
because nobody checked yet. So, but basically, when you went to check, as the second you peeped your head around, you pulled back so that you didn't you avoided the lightning bolt. Otherwise, you would have had to make a so, make a save. So, was it the wizard that was that was letting that letting that dog off the chain? Logic would dictate, since nothing else was seen on the stairs down, and you, and you didn't explore for explore further. Gotcha. Okay. So we've got undead. Okay. Oh yeah. Can I? Well, uh... Okay, the stairs coming up. Can I set up a, a trap at the doorway so that whatever comes through is at least going to be slowed down? That's a good idea. Um, do your make your trap skill. Okay. Uh, Basically, all you I got your uh, character over here. All right, you're good. Okay, so you can hear coming from up the stairs this sort of getting closer and closer and closer. So what kind of trap are you setting? If there's something large and heavy I can use to roll down the stairs, I'll do that. Otherwise, probably it's like a simple... Uh, I'm figuring what it, you're, you can make it this trap uh, out of whatever you got on your kit. Whatever you got on you. Standard adventure oh. packs, probably the rope. I, I wouldn't be carrying anything big and heavy on me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got that. Um, okay, so a quick reminder, because since it's been a really long time since we played, the standard adventure kit com- contains plenty of things that you can make traps with, like st- sunstones, those stupid goopy sticky bombs. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole list in the book of, of just cool crap, cool traps you can make out of crap. That way, yeah. you know, rogues can do that. Yeah, yeah that's you good. Just yeah. Super, Tanglefoot. Super basic, you I forgot about for... the Tanglefoot bags. All right, so you're making a Tanglefoot trap? Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, Drac? If I recall, that stuff is still flammable even after it dries, right? I don't think so. I have my hand firmly clasped around my holy symbol, holding my action so when I see the sockets of the skeleton rise above the uh, edge of the top of the tower so I can be ready to control undead. Gotcha. All right. You're holding your action, so you don't need to roll, but everybody else? Initiative time. And I think I'm going to roll the danger die for their initiative. Danger. When you guys see the edited version, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. I have the it, basically what the audience will, will be seeing, since none of us are on camera right now, is, is yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it. Already, I am loving this. I can just look at your guys's freaking thing and call on you. This is awesome. Uh, now, Dan, is your character's name Dante? Sure, why not? If you want to give me a different different name to go with, that's fine. No, I'm just saying put your character's names in there so I know who I'm talking to. Yeah, we'll go for Dante. Why not? All right. So, Shannon, what'd you get? <laughs> I got a two. <laughs> You're contemplating the the nature of the existence. (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, We'll just say that she's deeply engrossed in the trap-making experience. Dante. There's an artistry to this. You guys don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, hurry up with that. Now, this is a cool feature. Each of you have access to one tarp-covered mook. Now, this is these are the characters that have taken the place. They're there until other people join. That you know, like, there's spots reserved. But for now, you can control them like troops. Each of you get one. Mook. Uh, All right, so Dante, what's your action, Dante? <laughs> uh... I am going to work on formulating a shattering force. All right, so you're you're, you're basically starting your spell cast. Yes. All right, cool. Um, well, that brings us to their turn because you guys all suck. All right, so <laughs> Tom, down to the bottom. You, I'm gonna be nice to you because, because so, so you, you know, I'm gonna use the grace die, and, die instead. All right, so you suffer or you take rather, or they attack. Oh, badness, badness and woe upon me, the game master. Okay, so it wasn't that bad. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's your armor? My AC is sixteen. Okay, so. All right, the scene goes as follows. As you're scrambling up the wall, a one of the sort of masses of malformed bones sort of lashes out through the window with a with a blood-curdling screech, uh, slapping at you like it's trying to get like it's trying to get at you. Um, okay. one, one of the times it it attempts it, it does in fact uh, whack you. Um, however, it also fumbled one of its attacks, so it didn't get the rest. So basically, it's a his arm comes out, slam, slam, hits you once, and then slams on slams itself on an on an out jutting on a, like an outcrop of the of the tower, shattering pieces of bones away from its would be claw. And okay. how much? I do want to make note that I have evasion and uncanny dodge. Yeah, this was an this was this this was an attack though. No, okay. like, yeah. All right. One second, and uh, you take six damage. All right. Now on the top, on the top of the tower, Dan, you can hear that scraggled mumbling starting again. Um, whatever you know, the, the, the whatever's casting spells down there, probably the probably the skeleton, but you're not for sure. You're not for sure. But whatever it is, it's doing it again. You can recognize yeah. different sounds. It's definitely casting casting a different spell. Um, gonna go ahead and uh, can I repurpose the shattering to a sound nullification? Um, no, that's a different spell. Okay, uh, then I once I basically get my spell all warmed up i'll just kind of you know well you my head around it. the corner and, yeah oh okay gotcha peeking your head and i'll peek my oh, oh i was about to say i'll peek my head around the corner and take a look at you know whatever's down there that's you know firing off lightning bolts okay now quick reminder drac you've been holding your action the whole time you you can interrupt mm -hmm. at any point all right Okay, so Dan, you peek your head around, and you can definitely see it is the the the, the wizard as standing up fully, and it's looking at you. 
Not like okay. that empty socket stare. It's looking at you. Right. Like you're making eye contact, and there ain't no eyes. Gotcha. I, 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 I've seen my fair share of skeletons, and this one looking at me directly without uh, any reservation has been unnerving. If it wasn't for the fact that there's been this whole rash of undead thing happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to let loose the spell and, you know, say, you know, poof, there you go. Uh, right. See if I could target, um, well, no, actually it doesn't really matter on, it's a skeleton. It, it, it defies the normal rules of uh, physics. So just, you know, attempt to, uh, hit it with this shatters, like a bone shatter spell. All right. Roll your damage. I think that's a D six so, per caster level, I think. Okay, so what? Hello. Do I need to roll a skill or anything like that to begin with? No, no. When unless unless otherwise stated, spells usually auto hit, like magic missile. Okay. okay. Uh... And shatters an area of effect, as I recall. Ooh, fun! So you said caster level, so. Oh, well, there you go. Nice. All right, so he, take, rounding, he takes more damage. Rounding down if, uh, you know, that's how it kind of ends up going. And there's no other modifiers or anything like that. Um, not that I'm going to tell you. But, you know, for the audience's sake and, and, you know, for Drax's sake, since he's, you know, game of... Uh, I'll t I do, I do take it take into account phys physics like a force chamber explosion, and so yeah. uh -huh. a shadow spell bouncing <laughs> around in the that. hallway. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, you can you can see him getting batted around as the echoes as the echoes of your shout, you know, Skyrim style, uh, start you know, tearing at his at his bones. But he does not lose concentration on that spell. Okay, that was basically what I was kind of shooting for. So you get him to try to see if I can get him to break concentration. Yeah, if he was doing a higher level spell, you would have absolutely done it. But he's doing something relatively low level. Okie dokie. So, and, and audience, yeah, it's like that. Because they can see my dice. All right. Well, we can can't I bust in with the control? Uh, yeah, you can interrupt at any point. Um, I, it's not, uh, uh, I, I would be remiss if I did not remind you that you guys don't know what spell he's casting. If you pop out to do a control undead on him, you might get a face full of fireball. That's true. I'll wait till he's done talking. All right. <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh, and well, he's done talking now. The, it, it goes eerily silent. Like everything seems heavily silent, not like a silent spell. But you know that you know like have you ever been outside when the when when it's, when the environment's just right and it feels too quiet? It's oh, like yeah. that. It's like that. And before your guys' eyes, holes seem to appear in reality, spilling out a noxious yellow fume that begins to rain down upon the entire upper upper level. Now I'm gonna do control undead. All right. Now you're gonna have to roll. He's gonna he's going to resist because he can resist. Of course, of course. So go ahead and make your make your thing. Okay, um, just trying to remember what I'm trying to roll here. 
Well, it's going to be a D20. Dan, help him out. Obviously. Well, that's not going to work. I, I'm thinking that that's probably not going to work. Yeah, no. Just no matter what modifier I use to put on that, it's not going to be enough, I'm sure, depending on whether or not he can make his saving throw. Yeah, he rolled 13. Yeah. So yeah, you 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 do make the attempt. Now, here's the thing. You would have you can feel the magic working. Like you can feel your willpower infiltrating the bones and and trying to take hold. The problem is is that what's resisting you isn't the darkness or the shadow or or the necromancer. His soul is resisting you. Right. And normally in this kind of situation, I wouldn't have a soul to resist against. Exactly. This is not normal. This is more like what I do when I'm helping my compatriots. Uh, given the fact that we've Except talked about your like your domain, the fact that you have resurrected people, which, by the way, that's going to come back to haunt you during the game, but the fact that you have cast that spell, you've, you recognize it. Basically, this is the same kind of thing when somebody doesn't want to come back. You know, his soul is in them bones. Yeah. And bones and bones and bones and bones. All right. Now let me. Well, you got go ahead. Go ahead and discuss the situation before we get to Shannon's. Uh, uh, Shannon and Tom's turn. I want to see if I can get this to work real quick so that they, they can see the fantasy grounds. Uh, okay. Window capture. All right. So. No, he's not a lich. A lich will a lich would be resisting him from a phylactery. That's not the case here. It's like he's it's yeah. almost like he's trying to control undead on a living person. Almost. Right. Well, that's not right. Normally this should work. Indeed. Oh. I would say that this definitely ventures into the ter territory of unknown uh, circumstances here. Definitely venturing there. Is there. He drops something large and heavy on him. Can't spell cast if he doesn't have arms. Um, well, one I'm would sorry, think that, I except my holder in my pocket. One would think that, except he's managing to make vocal components without a throat. Mm. Or a tongue. Or a tongue. That's probably the most unnerving part. Oh, or it can go the other direction and just kind of indicate to you how uh, those things aren't really necessarily needed in order to be able to cast magic. True. Aren't there feats that let you... Like, sorry, that was not a character thing. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Mm -hmm. You cannot yeah. defeat us. I was, I was thinking out loud. We cannot bad. be defeated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shannon, your turn. Your, your, the trap is set, and basically, okay. you can whatever's coming up is just around that corner. You have time to back up. You can. Whatever, what, 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 what are you gonna do? Uh, 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to back up. Um, do I need to protect myself from this noxious crap that's raining down? Well, you don't know what it is yet. But probably protecting yourself. It's yellow. Good. Yeah, it, it's falling and it's yellow. And I'm just going to want to protect myself on general principle. All right. So you're just trying to avoid all the yellow crap. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll give you a, go ahead and make a, 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 reflex, a reflex save. Okay. Uh, I got an eight. Oh, man. Okay, so okay. I need you to make a, 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 and you get to make it before everybody else, but you're all going to need to make one, too. Um, I need you to make a constitution check. Oh, God, where was this roll a second ago? 18. All right. So the first thing you notice is smell bad. All right, you don't start choking, but you but that gives you enough time to say you call out a warning to everybody else. Um, Tom, what are you okay. doing? Well, there's my con check. Oh, you're you're not up there yet. Oh, okay. Well, if you dedicate yourself, roll. well, if you did, well, you can keep it for later because that was that was your con check versus the spell. Um, but if you do nothing but but. Uh, move then you can be up there at the beginning of next round yeah that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna as i go up i'm avoiding any openings as well <laughs> probably smart <clears throat> yeah yeah all right roll the uh climb again or nah all right not too many dice rolls bog 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 stuff down um however that means it's the beginning of the next round and everybody make a con check do i have to make another one yeah you failed to avoid the cloud i'm sorry <laughs> I'm 21 um, on that one. I rolled an 11. Okay. Got 18 again. Is this? Does the smell of the spell is it like sulfurous or is it of a different variety of, of smell? Bad. You don't need to roll because you're a wizard. It's stinking cloud. Okay. Uh, so this is non-flammable. Oh no, stinking cloud is flammable. At least last I checked. Did they change it for yeah. for additions? I don't think so. I can check. Wait, was it supposed to be a fortitude or a con check? Fortitude. Oh, well, fort save. But you already rolled it. it. You you. No, I did a straight con check. Ah, okay. So, fort save is fifteen. All right. Well, again, you're not there yet. Yeah. You keep making fort saves for something that hasn't affected you. Okay, well, so you say everybody make a fort save. Uh, fortitude yeah. negates. Fortitude negates the spell. Port save. Yeah. There we go. Twenty six. All right. We'll see. This is that. This particular program is kind of nice because if you have a question about a spell. You literally just click on the spells tab, search it up specifically, and then find it in there. Mm -hmm. One second. I can I, I can see everybody's thing, but the window is screwing up. 
And I'm like, dude, no, don't do this to me, bro. Screw it up. Yeah, no, that window is not up. I don't know what it's doing. I don't know what it's doing. I don't know why it's doing that. Huh. Okay, so Sinatas, you're you are first. I'm gonna channel energy. Causes a burst that affects all creatures of one type, either undead or living. Undead in this case. And a 30-foot radius centered on the cleric. Okay. For 3d6. Already? As I recall, that 3d6 is the number of hit points of the undead that are affected. Or hit dice, not hit points. For a total of nine. Okay. You know, you guys all feel the the burst of, of uh, pure life and light energy going, but nothing seems to happen yet. All right, then we got Dan. You're next. Yes. Shannon, what'd you get? Okay. Uh, I rolled 18 again. All right. So then, sorry, Shannon, your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to. I'm going to basically do the same thing I did last time. Give him another shot of the Shatter Spell. Yeah. Okay. I'm waiting for Shannon to tell me what she's doing. Oh. She's, she was making, Shannon's making faces over there, but I can't hear her. Oh. What are you, what yeah, were you I'm doing? Kinda, I'm kind of oh. confusing myself. Wow. You, you had us roll uh, 42 tapes, right? Yeah. That was what my 18 was. Yeah. What's your initiative, though? Oh, sorry, <laughs> 17. Okay, so what's your stinking action? <laughs> oh my I'm tired. Leave me alone. I'm smoking weed, and she's the one that's high. <laughs> anyway. Um... Yeah. I well, you already rolled initiative. You yours is right there. Shannon Shannon's roll doesn't show up on that screen though. So yeah. um, I'm gonna hold my action for now. All yeah, of that for holding your action? Oh my god! <laughs> Where's the payoff? <laughs> All right, you're holding your action <clears throat> now. For now, you're not you're not affected by the cloud. You know whatever you got your nose plugged or whatever. Um. Then it's down to Thorny Spark. But I make it up there, yeah? Yeah, this is the beginning of that round. Okay. Hey, what'd you guys need me up here for? Now you get to make your con check. Or fort save. Oh. You suck. All right. It stinks, but you're good. You're You're all right. Just like okay. mom's mothers. Yeah. Now they seem to be okay. taking cover um, from a stairwell. And uh, yeah, well, you've been, you've been listening the whole time. Yeah. If not, no. character. Then I'm going to go and check out the uh, telescope like they're wanting me to come up here for. Okay. 
a quick reminder, you can hear the scrapes and, and whatnot of, of uh, what seem to be animated skeletons coming up both stairwells. Yeah, that's fine. I'm still checking well, it out. They have it handled. All right. He's uh, even seen it. <laughs> all right. Make that use magic device check. All right. Well, you don't you don't glean any more information than you've already heard from them, but the, you know that's you know you rolled high enough to at least get that much for yourself as well. All right. And then I ready myself okay. for combat. Um, since you said that we can hear sounds coming up the other stairwell as well, I'm going to dash over there and see if I can set up this trap there real quick as also. Okay. Quick reminder. They already, they, okay. you, you already know that the skeleton down there is is uh, casting spells and whatnot. They're like taking cover from it and all that. It is not a good idea to get to start making it building a trap right. Okay, away. so I'm. Okay, I, I didn't realize I was going to be exposed to him. All right. See, I'm a nice game master. Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. Uh... No, I'll just wait by the first one. They're they're over by the second one. Someone's got to be here for whatever comes through. All right. And I do believe that's everybody. Yes. Yep. No objections. All right, cool. So initiative number two is when they get to go. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um. All right, so the the uh, skeletal wizard dude uh, finishes his spell and casts it. Everybody, Everybody make reflex saves. Shannon. Oh, nineteen. All right. How do you like that, Cass? I roll a seven and I still got a 16. <laughs> All righty. So uh, anybody who got under 15 uh, fails to get your, your eyes. What was that? That would be me. Okay. So you get dazzled. Um, basically right in the middle of, of sort of where the, uh, the uh, uh, stinking cloud emerged. Flashing and strobing color lights just start bursting out, and you don't get your 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 thing in time. So you are dazzled currently. Fine. Uh, what I want you to do is roll me a d12 and a d12, but list them separately. Okay. Twelve and ten. Okay. Uh, Shannon, um, make a yeah. uh, make a make a spot check. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I rolled a nine. No, that's actually good enough. Um, oh. You can see the way the way uh, Sonatas is is staggering. He's heading for a ledge. <laughs> I better go grab him. Next round. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's about the same time that the shamble of bones encounters your tangle foot bag. So you, at the same time, all that's going on, basically you have, it, it's the hero's choice. Sonatus is over there, skeletal monstrosity over there. Skeletons will be slowed down. I want to go after Sonatus. 
All right. Now you can see from where you're from your standpoint, in order to deal <coughs> with your tangle foot bag, the the bones are just sort of shambling over each other. It's just sort of shambling through it. So what I want you to do is roll me two d six. Separately? No. Uh, uh, seven. That's pretty good. All right, so basically I'm considering that seven damage from having to leave parts of itself behind. So, good on you. All right, initiatives, folks. And that includes you, Drac, even, even though you're... Yep. Not a problem. 17. 14. Right. 19 for me. Can I... I'm trying to put this... I rolled a 1, but then I had to clear the board, and so then it showed 18, but I'm not going to cheat because the audience saw me get a 1. All right, screw it. It's 1. We all know it's 1. <laughs> okay, okay, Shannon, what'd you get? I rolled a seventeen. Um, okay. So you're first. What are you doing? Um, I rolled a nineteen. Yeah, I, I know, but she rolled a seventeen before her. Oh, her okay, mods. okay, okay. So you're I'm, next. I'm gonna grab the cleric before. Where he deletes himself from the census. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do me a favor and make a. Uh, 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 I can't remember what they call it. We it's a, it's a melee attack, but it's a, a grab attack. Grapple. A grapple. Yeah, make a grapple. Okay. okay. Now, Sonatus, in all this, you you feel yourself being grabbed and entwined from behind. Nat 20, you want me to keep rolling? There's no reason. <laughs> yeah. No. All right, you've got it. This thing yeah. this thing has a firm grasp on you. It's wrapping all the way around your 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 abdomen and your neck and it's pulling you and you swear it's pulling you into the into the uh into the Nexus. Well oh he's going to struggle, obviously. But in vain, but <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Still gonna... I, yeah, you got to defend yourself. So, yeah. He's, he's oh, kind of... Yeah. So, what do you want me to roll? Uh, well, I want you to figure out what would you, what would your character do, uh, assuming this is a monster, um, just defend yourself, whatever it is you don't want to do. Uh, so I guess his his first reaction would be to kind of elbow whatever's trying to grab him from behind to try and. All right, I will give you that because her grapple was so superior. There's no way she can avoid it. <laughs> Roll me a D4. Three. No, not or you. Him. Okay. Three. Okay. okay. Shannon, Shannon, you take three points of bonk damage as the as he elbows you, and you like you, you know how when you're trying to save somebody that's drowning, it's kind of like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, Tom. <coughs> you're next. Okay. Anything actively up on that top area still, or no? Uh, there's a, a skeletal horror of some kind shambling, shambling up one of the uh, stairwells to the to the uh, roof where you are, and they're still I'm dealing take... with something down the other, down the other stairwell. I'm, 
I'm going to take a look at that, that telescope one last time. I've got one more shot to be able to look at it. Okay. 26. Nice. So what are you, what are you trying to ascertain? What it's all about. What is, what are they trying to use it for? What's going on with it? Okay. Well, first off, it's a telescope. Um, however, but to your to your more keen and uh, trained eye, you can see you know all these various forms of, of lenses and whatnot going in and out and around the thing. Imagine like a mad a mad scientist steampunks steampunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, basically they're given different sights, as it were, different right. filters. Yeah. The way the way it has it has itself set up, as as of right now, it's basically focusing light. You know, so between all the different telescopes, you, you're, it's forming a picture on basically a 3D image, almost like a holograph when you look through those goggles. Now, that being said, they're on swivels. You can turn them around. I mean, they're, they're regular telescopes. You, you can see there are many, many configurations. If you had time, this would be a good piece of treasure for you. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to aim it at the stairwell where the uh horror is shambling out. So you're going to look at the horror with the telescope? Yep. All right, fair enough. Um, you get a very, very, very up-close and disgusting personal image of what uh, rotting bones that have been animated by dark sorcery look like, including the various sure. bugs and creepy crawlies, and one little teeny tiny praying mantis that looks right at you. So nothing else is any sort of, wait, looking right at me? <clears throat> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I know. I got it. Okay. Do I still have an attack action? And is it within my actual view? What the the horror? The, no, the praying mantis. Praying mantis. Okay. Keep in mind, like you're zoomed like five thousand times in. So it's like a tiny, tiny little. Like you can't see the praying mantis from here with the naked eye. But you probably could if you got up close. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but it basically it looks like the shambles of what it is. Yeah. It's nothing a, different, nothing... Okay. Right. Click one of the dials to change it. Okay. How many um, dials are there? Oh, they're all up and down, at least a dozen. Like I said, depending, depending on how you arrange the lenses, you, there could be any number of effects. The fifth one. I flick it, does it change it? You know, I knew you were going to do something like that, so I already rolled. <laughs> okay, so you flip it, you feel an immediate surge of, of energy, and you have just enough time to say, oh no, before every surface around you, it basically explodes in melted pig fat. Everyone, what? reflex saves. 15. Melted pig fat everywhere? Oh yeah, it, like it bursts from the nexus. Myself as well. Well, yeah, everybody, everybody gets showered in this crap. Yep. I can see Shannon's face. If you want to try to make a reflex save to just avoid getting coated in it, you're welcome to. <laughs> but it's all over the floor. Ah. Uh. But yeah, basically, wild magic effect. You cast grease on yourself, and the whole area. Does it also go down into the stairwells? Not really. You suck. 
But it seems to be coating that shambling mess. Um, interesting. Now, from the wizard and, and uh, spellcasting point of view, whatever he did broke the magical current. And then magic does what magic does. It did what it does. It said, oh, you. Yep. So you mean magic started flowing the way it should? No, 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 no. He broke the current. And magic had nowhere else to go, so it exploded. Oh, oh it's a wild effect. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Would my character realize this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have the intelligence, too. Okay. Like I said, you had just enough time to go, uh-oh. So you know you did something. <laughs> Is there any diminishing effect in the function or purpose of the shambling mass or the skeletal wizard? Uh, not enough time has passed for you to, to observe that. Okay, fair enough. But that is a smart thing to watch. To watch. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, Shannon, I what's cast... your reflex save? Hold, hold on here. Uh, Go ahead. What's your reflex save? 15. All right. You're fine. However, Sonatas in your arms is, is on top of fighting you, is now slipping out of your, you know, grasp. Oh, no. Oh. Well, that's why I was about to ask you if I could use my save to basically pull us both down onto the floor because we're near the ledge. Everything's slippery. He's fighting me. I can't hold him still. That's actually I know a this. very good idea. Um, go ahead and make another Thank grapple Thank you, check. Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> 14. All right. That is good enough. You get him on the ground, and he sort of like slips Bill Cosby style into a corner. You, however, <laughs> you, however, <clears throat> oh, that's bad. Things okay. I do for one point of healing. <laughs> okay, so he he slips into a corner and, and and gets himself bumps. He's okay. However, you slip right over that ledge. I rolled a one. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> So yeah, you go right over at top speed. Oh, yeah, you're you're he as you're heading towards it. Yeah, your hands look like that scene in uh, in Armageddon where he's like grabbing for the surface and it's not working because it's all pig fatty. So uh, do me a favor, make a climb check. However, substitute your strength for reflex or dexterity. Okay. And I rolled a 13. Ugh. All right. How bad is bad? Oh, you're so lucky. <clears throat> All right. So your your legs go off the off the side. You manage to, like, grab the, the stone, like the little stone embankments. So you look like a cat trying to not get in the bathtub. <laughs> but, yeah, you're fine. You don't go over the edge. Okay. I've got no leverage to get back up, but I'm not falling. Hey, well, you you saw the kings, man. There's ways to get you. You could do it. Just follow the goats. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Now, um, yeah. So basically, the breaking the magical circuit caused the caused the effect to to wild burst, and from inside that nexus burst this boiled pig fat. Now, I want to 
emphasize, well, it's not boiling currently. You're not taking any damage. But I want to em emphasize this is not like the general magical grease that is that is uh, conjured. This is actual pig fat. I'm giving that one to you. Um, I'm going to remember the character's name. Sientes. Sintatas? How do I pronounce your name? Sonatas. <gasps> oh, Sonatas? Oh, yeah, Sonatas. All right, so I'm giving that you get that without without even, even a roll. That's all part of your whole domain. Okay. Basically, it's all too real. You know, a real soul in the skeleton, real pig fat being burst forth. You know, it, it's all too real. That's that's not how magic works. Not usually, no. Not unless it's coming from another dimension. With voyeuristic intention. Well secluded. Yeah. I rolled a d20. All right. <laughs> so yeah, you're getting an awful lot of basically information is assaulting your guys' senses. I mean, you 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 all you all are playing playing big brains, so you know. Just every half a second, it's WTF, WTF, what the heck? Right, but it, the information is all forming a pattern. Oh yeah. If you could just figure it out. Uh huh. All right, so what is your action for the round? I think I My lost act? track of where we are. Um, it was the last one to actually take an action. Yeah. All right, thank you. So next would be Dan's character. Yeah, Dante is next with an 18. Yep. All right, what you doing? Well, I don't particularly want to go lighting anything on fire because that would be bad. Um, so in this particular circumstance, I am going to see if I can fire another shatter spell down the hallway at Senior Wizard. All right, go for it. It's not like he, you know, not like you can miss. It'd be great if I could roll something better than two or four, but hey. No, 18 is actually really good. Uh, you actually damaged him a lot more than it seemed. Oh, no, wait. First that one. Was, no, that was an 18 was uh, the initiative. 10 is what I rolled as the shatter spell. Oh, man. All right. So you see him get rocked around his, his robe, still managing to resist the, the, the blows of, of sound and shrapnel. But he's in pretty goddamn bad shape. That did more than half of it. It did more than half of his remaining hit points. So he has to make a check. Check it, check, bitch. And he makes it. He's still managing to hold concentration. You're actually starting to get a little bit of respect for this guy. Hey. But, you know, as a, as a result, you know, I am I seeing, am I beginning to see, like, def definite effects on the bones? Like, you know, cracks here, there, oh, yeah. you yeah. know. Like I All said, right. you can tell he is in bad shape. Will he drink some milk? <laughs> Got milk? <laughs> I wish. All right, so... Uh, uh, Drac, that's your turn now. Yeah. Um, can I finally get my bearings? Uh, yes. Hold on. I don't have a D4. Fuck! You know, in the game, there's a D4. Okay. Over at the Frankenstein place. Yeah, you'll get you'll you'll get your senses back. Okay, so you, you open your eyes and sort of blinking look around. The stench of the uh, of the of the uh, of the stinking cloud mixing with the rancid pig fat is getting to the overwhelming point. 
Oh, God. <laughs> uh, just what we need. A little bit more color around this place. Trying to make me rich. Yes. Well, you know, this morning's breakfast should be making an encore performance shortly. But um, because it's all he knows how to do with uh, Undead, he's going to try and control again on the nearest one he can actually see. Okay. Would that be the one that's stuck in the Tanglefoot trap? Well, that, that would be the, the, the mass of, of bones that sort of that, that's coming up, but yeah. Right. The way the bones are are acting, it's almost it's almost acting like a liquid. Ah, yeah. And by the way, Drac, mm -hmm. just so you know, from your initial control, yeah. this guy this guy was already within the range. That's why it's not up here in full force yet. Masses of it are resisting. Okay. So, if I throw another um, channel energy, it'll actually do something? Yes. I think that's what this is. Channeling energy. So yeah. It would affect for, them, again, it affected them last round too. It's just your character couldn't see it. You right. see what I mean? But they okay, were within so the range. Does, okay, so he does another one for 15. Okay. That will believe it or not, actually effectively stop them, assuming they don't get a good save. Nine figures. Or eight, sorry. All right. The the almost liquid-like mass of splintered bones and parts uh, forms itself into like a skeleton, like this, like a skeleton face, uh, a skull. You see what I mean? Like they all mm -hmm. pull together to make a, a general skull shape and they start to scream. It doesn't have an effect. I'm just saying they're screaming. Yeah. Because basically you've turned the monster against itself. Mm hmm So do you have any other command for what for these guys, for, for what parts you have control? Or are you just going to you know, let them do their thing? Which um, up? Either be gone. Yeah, be gone. All right, that's more or less what they're already trying to do because they're trying, you know, they wouldn't want to be up here anyway. So the basically right. it, it creates a situation where it's fighting against itself. Um, all right, so the good guys are purple, bad guys are red. Get out of here. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the the mass of the mass of bones is definitely being held back. They're like, the ones trying to escape. You are running into the ones trying to come up. Uh, at this point, you would see it start to uh, spit out bones, just spit them out, spitting them in different directions. And at the end of the at the end of this round, you can see you'll be able to see the the bones that it's spitting out are pulling pulling together into skeletons. Basically, in mechanics wise, the number of hit dice that you do not control are separating themselves. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you could have your guys do the same thing. If you wanted to. And I believe that was the last action of the round. Any objections? All right. Yep. Initiative.
Okay, I open-ended and rolled a total of 30. Nice. <laughs> I rolled a six. Nice. Okay, Shannon, what are you doing? <laughs> um, okay. Those trees are looking real cushy right now. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I'm going to feel around with my feet, see if there's anything that I can use as leverage here. No, any movement at all will provoke a reflex save. Oh, man. You could use it to your advantage and, like, launch yourself across like a hockey puck. I'm giving you the climb back up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I don't like the idea of a 50-foot drop. Oh, come on. You can do it. You're an elf. Oh, I can do it once. Yeah! <laughs> All, right. All right. You guys hear the, the sound. I don't even know what that would sound like, but you hear the sound of an elf skittering across a well-greased stone floor coming right towards you. <clears throat> All right, uh, do Dante, you're next. Um, go ahead and take another shot at El Wizard. All right. How many of those you got left? I don't know. That's the question is, is I'm not really quite sure what level that, that let me, let me take a look. Shatter's level one. Oh, okay. Well then, that's a question that we will have to determine at another point in time. Because I don't have any effective spellcaster levels. We're just basically using it off the issue. Yeah. We're still playing it loosey-goosey right now. And I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, basically, if you want to say that the uh, that I've already kind of, uh, you know, played my played my hand on that, then I'll just roll with it and kind of go to, to plan B. Well, I'm just, I can't remember how many first level spells per day you're allowed to throw. Uh, well, it depends on what spellcaster level that, um, that's your character sheet. Well, you know, if I just were to, you know, wait a second here. Yeah. What are you running as it again, Dan? Wizard. Uh, fifth level. I really give. I would have uh, four first level spells. All right, so you can probably cast it one more time. I think you've done it three times already, or two. You've done it three, so I could do it one more. All right. Cool. Really, I had two. Huh? I I counted two times. Either way, you still got one left in the chamber. Dude's got like three hit points left. <laughs> All right. Well, four points. <laughs> there you go. All right. That fine. That finally did it. Uh, his, his rickety old bones, you know, collapse. And while there's no facial expression, while there's no uh, muscle or skin to give you an, a, a facial expression, you could swear there's a look of gratitude on his face. <laughs> All right. Uh, Drat, you're next. Um, okay, so my guys that I'm controlling, we're, we're going to say... Oh, you know, try and hold the line against the onslaught. Okay. That's good. You put put your mook 
set your MOOC up on, on Overwatch, right? Basically, right? Essentially, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's very, very smart. But that doesn't, that, that takes just one of your swift actions. What's your, what, what are you going to do? Um, Basically, it's nothing to say, you go, don't take care of that. And while you're doing something else. Um, what the hey? We're we're just gonna do one more channel energy. Okay. For eleven. All right. That actually, believe it or not, that's that's enough to as they're basically as the the mini skeletons are forming to to fight you, they're they're turning themselves into dust in the onslaught of light. Unfortunately, that's also affecting the ones you control. It's, you don't get a whole lot of control over that. It's an area of effect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think any of these guys can survive that. They got one hit. They got one hit die each. So, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, all right. So, basically, you're, you're, holding, you're holding back their reserves. Um, Tom. Oh, I'm going to tell my mook to, you know, cover my back. Right. And I'm going to play with the dials again. You don't learn, do you? Because it was fun covering <laughs> everybody with big in, with with pig fat. And, you know, he's like, hey, here, what else all happened? We had him come up here and there's interesting machines. Okay, what was that? This time it's the seventh dial that I've spun. Or adjusted, or played with. Okay. Well, like I said, you, you you get various forms of magnification. But it hasn't done anything like the pig fat before. Nope. You're looking around like, wait, something's wrong. But nothing is wrong. I Basically, you back out to the stars. Common knowledge. You broke it. <laughs> common knowledge arcana. Once you broke it, you're not going to re-break it. Well, it doesn't mean it wasn't charging up again. That's true, but in which case that might take more time than than has happened. Fair enough. So basically, okay. Yeah, in order to figure out all the various combinations and whatnot in this thing, you're, it's going to take a lot more time than you guys have in combat rounds. But you can do it eventually. Now, that being said, you could just detach it. The magic going to this telescope is gone. You could just take it off and take it with you guys. If you wanted to. And I pocket it. Mm, you can backpack it. <laughs> okay. Gonna, Keep in mind, this telescope is as long as you are. <laughs> all right so you're you're go ahead and so is that what you're doing or or yep all right now just in case all right yeah everything seems to be fine as you're taking it off the uh, stand is there anything i had to disconnect it from or anything like that well yeah there's other like... than taking it off the stand there's like bolts and shit, but it's not locked in. Okay, so there's nothing to essentially disable from it. No, nothing you'd have to roll. Okay. You have to fiddle with it to get it unlocked, but that's it. Okay. 
All right, so that's what you're doing, and yep. uh, it would be their turn. But quite frankly, you have effectively disabled all of the all of the enemies within melee range. There are more coming, but not right this second. So that's it. Um, next initiative. <laughs> Not quite rolling ones. All right, Shannon, what'd you get? Well, according to this eight I just rolled, I'm probably slip sliding while I'm getting to my feet. <laughs> uh, okay, then in that case, Dan, it's your turn. Can I basically do like a cantrip clean? Fuck you, but yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I basically, you know, make a path for you know us to travel, and I say, "Hey, let's go down this way." And I point to the hallway with the non-op, the, the non-op wizard that I just freshly scattered his uh, remains all over the place, and kind of all right go down that way. So you're yeah, casting push it all towards the other end, <coughs> down casting the other stairway. Cantrip clean. Yes, but I mean, well, I mean, obviously, if you need to, I can beef it up a little bit. No, you don't need to beef it. Okay, so as you're casting it, something very, very strange happens. A big deal for right now. Uh, you feel the magic sort of clog for a second, and then before you can recognize what to, you know, that to, to turn it off, it explodes again outward. Everybody, you all take one point of damage as. Everything is cleaned from you, including the outer layer of dead skin. You have been as a deal. Yeah, basically. There's like a there's like a, a force explosion, like boom, and that takes away all of the filth. Again, yeah. originating from the nexus, or the, the 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 scar, whatever you want to call it, the spark, the scar, the nexus, the hole in reality. Reese is completely gone now. Yeah, all of it. It all just, I could see where it would just kind of like blow off the top of it. Like someone just like popped a soap bubble and all the grease just kind of scooshes off the top of the tower under the unsuspecting critters below. Did that include, did that include the Tanglefoot residue? Uh, unfortunately, yes. I hate it when someone undoes my work. No, it, it, I wouldn't say it's undone. I mean, you guys, you guys, the, between the repeated bursts of uh, light, like all 36 hit dies were are gone by the time he was done. Okay. So it's not really a big deal. There's a couple of little bones, you know, like, yeah, me too. It's like a, like a, like a bone foot in a boot that's trying to kick your butt, but that's about it. Bone <laughs> foot in a boot. All right. Oh, now, common sense for you majory types, you need to get the fuck away from that thing. Yes. It is now Hence the actively why... interfering with spellcasting. Yeah. Hence the reason why the way down. Although along the way, I will stop and take that wizard's crap off his body because homie don't need it no more. <laughs> right? Uh, funny thing is, the the the, uh, the cranch, cantrip clean also dusted away all of the bones. So there's just his gear. Nice. Nice. 
Is so, there any of his bones that seem like it still kind of has like an arcane resonance, like it still has a fragment of him on it, so to speak? Dude, that cantrip clean went off so hard, you're not sure he has a soul left. As long as it's not attached to that shambling <laughs> mass of bones, I think he's okay. All right. Yes. Grab it. Grab the loot and run. All right. Uh, so he he's taken off. Is anybody else taking off with him? Or are you sticking around? There's more shit coming up them stairs. I'm not sticking around. Um. Yeah. Let Let's Let's not hang around the rift. If it's screwing with magic like that, let's get out of here. All right. You guys, as you guys are, are leaving, you can hear the the sort of uh, groaning shrieks of the undead coming up the other stairs as you guys are going down. Now, as you guys are, I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're, you're grabbing the wizard gear and then just beating feet, yeah? Yeah, probably. Okay. So as you guys are running through the hallway, everything is trying to attack you. Uh, the old broken chairs, the furniture, all of it is just throwing itself at you. The curtains are reaching out to try to strangle you, all of it. It's all animated. What was that? <laughs> I said, screw this place. <laughs> All right, now, it, normally, I, what I had planned is like a sort of a running battle, but I don't think we have a whole lot of time left. So what, what, what we're going to do is the generic combat check. And now, everybody else okay. knows that, but Drac, this one's your first time. So what we do is you roll a d20 for your attack, and you roll a d20 for your defense, and this is how generally well you do. Okay. And it, it's impossible for a character to die during one of these rolls. That would just That would just be mean. <laughs> you can get knocked if the fuck out along, but that's different if there's anything along the way that seems to indicate like hi look at me I'm a wizard for more I'll I'll snag that too uh, unfortunately no you guys did not take the time to explore the tower uh, you might want to come back later though like make a mental note because you're okay. sure there's goodies in there um, your adventurer's nose says come back later yeah yeah there was more than a few nice books. Um, yeah, Tom, your Maybe. little adventurer is in here, and, she, and her nose says that it needs to be white. <laughs> Diaper aggro. <laughs> no, no, she's no, she's got a, she's got a, she's got a cold. <laughs> she's got a bad little virus. General oh, attack so... is six, and general defense is two for me, and I am AFK. Wow, dude. Your, oh, your character's owned. Yeah, he's getting... Cass, I have a question. Since uh, I said I was going right after Dan said to uh, to get down to that clear spot, and he stopped to pick up wizard shit, am I in the lead? Oh, no, he did not stop. He asked if he could, if he basically, if there's anything obvious, and the answer was no. Because you guys didn't take the time to explore the tower. You just sort of focused on making sure you stayed on the glyph. Right. Oh, I thought he stopped to pick up the wizard stuff. Well, yeah, but that's like grabbing it as he goes. Oh, but you can be, it up you, as ha you, go. you have okay. a higher movement right. than he does. If you want to be in front, you can be in front. In fact, judging by my rolls, chances are your character got in front of me pretty freaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because you know, looking at it, I'm like, wow, yeah, I'm probably being attacked by the draperies. The reason why I'm asking is because I open ended on my attack. That's good. So I got 
Yeah. So total of 39, 20 and a 19, and then my defense is 16. Nice. So her awesomeness is basically helping to make up for our non-awesomeness. So <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Am I seeing this correctly? You got a one for your attack and a 15 for your defense? Fight me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good. Okay, that's fine. Attacking yeah. really isn't all that important when you're trying to escape, but it helps. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in this case, for example, now that I've gathered all the robes, oh, robes, <laughs> now that I've gathered all the rolls, as you guys are running out, you're dodging furniture, you know, you know, this way and that, you know, cutlery flying across the room. And you guys hear a, a, a distinctive peep from behind you guys. And as you, as you turn to look, you see that uh, Tom's character has got caught by the drapery. And he is currently being strangled by the drapery, which would be an issue if somebody didn't just sort of cut the shit as she was running past. So, Tom, you yes. get saved by Shannon's character. Otherwise, that would have been an ugly death. Death by furniture, well, not on And I do have a canny dodge. Granted, but this is just general checks. Okay. Yeah, so. Either way, you guys get down all, all you know, down through there. You're dodging this way and that. Bursting out through the front door, and I'm you are thinking that there's a lot of like rolling down the stairs and haphazard hits along the way. <laughs> so, as you you're, you're heading for the front door, still, I am going to head for my suit. That's up the front door, okay. Okay, so I think we are all agreeing front door, yeah, front door. All right. As you guys sort of you burst out through the front door, you are greeted with uh, the sight of rows and rows of wood elf archers. I knew it. I knew it. You bastard. This a put on the what looks like a, a tall and elegant centaur woman, but if it was instead of a horse, it was like a deer. Right. Great big sweeping horns. She sort of you know ruts to the front and screams at you guys in broken common. What the hell did you do? I immediately suit up. I pointed everyone else over my shoulder. I just hit the ground on my knees and put my hands up. <laughs> Alright, now wood elves are savage. Are you sure you want to show your throat? Um, There's more of them than there are of me. And recognizing that is the first step to potentially, you know, like staying alive. Um, okay, so you guys see him drop in supplication. What do you guys do? I suit up. I get into my suit. I am more more protected in my suit than not. And believe it or not, they actually let you into it. They do not stop you. You can see that their, their, their arrows are trained on you, but they don't fire and they do not attempt to stop you getting into your property. Or rather, yeah, your territory, in their point of view. Yeah, you got a problem, yeah. Shannon. Yeah. I'm not paying attention to the elves. I'm paying attention to anything that might be trying to follow us. Smart. I think I'm probably dead anyway. So I'm just going to step between this human with no sense of self-preservation and the what else. Okay. So, Drac, you're smart. Um, Silently running behind you, almost almost right behind you, is the collected dust from the undead. Yeah. And it's sort of swirling around a vaguely humanoid shape, you know, stalking right towards you guys. 
Daddy, come back. What do you um, do, Drac? I've I've only got so many of these per day, but um, let's go. Oh well, gosh, what am I, what am I going to do here? You could try to channel it uh, through your staff and get a better effect. Okay, let's do that. Actually, that would actually, you know, in I'm sorry, but that's metagaming. I would have to have guidance, which I would have to cast first as a zeroth level. Um, I wouldn't call it metagaming. I would call it the uh, artifacts tempting you. Okay, then. <laughs> I try to be subtle. Yeah, so, anytime uh, the word artifact pops out of Cassidy's mouth, beware. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a minor temptation, but you don't have you could easily resist it. No, no saving throw. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This. If he's tempted, he's doing it. Alrighty. Now I want you to make your your roll. That's a good that's that's a good roll. I want you to make your roll. Your d6. Yep. That's seven. Yeah, that's that seven damage you know, plus you know your modifiers. But I need to see that d6 roll for using your staff. Oh, oh, gotcha. Now, did I see that right? Is that the fun yes, result? Is that the fun? Oh, that's result? the fun result. That that's is the, the fun, fun result. Fun result. Okay. All right. So you guys, at the corner of your eyes, see him turn around. And before you can sort of follow his eyeline uh, in into the situation, you see him, you know, clap his his hands together, holding the staff. Well, you know what I mean. And you know the burst, the burst of uh, of of holy light radiates out. However, there is a secondary explosion. Drac, would you care to fill them in? Um. Yeah. So. This particular magic item has some very wild properties where anytime he hits something with it or blocks something with it, or in this case, channels through it, it has a one in six chance to make whatever he's you know, aiming at to explode, heal completely, or a number of wild magic effects. And Which... we just hit the explodey. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it goes poof. All right. A violent explosion. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll the damage for that, because that's going to be everybody. Oh, crap. What's the damage on an explosion? Uh, well, let's, base, let's base the damage off of your caster level. Uh, so okay. basically, your caster level in d sixes, but no, but but no pluses because I'm nice. Right. That would be eleven. All right. Everybody yeah. takes eleven damage. Eleven damage Evasion. for you. Eleven damage for you. Evasion yeah, actually. Evasion for half. Um. Yeah, evasion for half will count. All right. I can't think of any reason why this would have special rules against that. 
Reflex saves, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. What's the DC save? Well, I think Tom probably got it. I don't know if I did. Yeah, the DC is his caster level plus his wisdom modifier. So it'd Which be like is uh, nine. Nine. Uh, <laughs> so is that half rounding up or rounding down? Huh? Half huh? damage rounding up or rounding down? Oh, you always um, round down. When when it comes to stuff yeah. like that, you always round down. In this game. So. So as soon as the explosion goes off, my character who had his hands in the air ended up getting blasted off his butt, ass over tea kettle, and rolling into cover somehow. <laughs> more, more like pushed over onto your face and like skidding a minute. <laughs> hey, sure, I'll stop the ground my face. Why not? Yeah. So you you took so you take uh, five damage because you get half. All right, so Shannon, what'd you get? Shannon? I got a one followed by a 17. Half fun. Ooh. That's actually oh, wow. really, really perfect for what I wanted to have happen next. Awesome. <laughs> you get blown all, out of your boots. Literally out of your boots. Because your, your, <laughs> your boots are magic. And all of you are treated to the site of very beautiful. If you're a foot fetishist, this is awesome. Very beautiful, elegant ebon black feet. How do the wood elves react to this? <laughs> they, they don't react nicely to this. I'm assuming everyone. I'm assuming everyone knows about. Yeah, you don't see it yet. I'm assuming every all the players know about the trouble between drow elves and regular elves. Mm-hmm. All right. Make sure. Okay, so yeah, that 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 annihilated the shade. It didn't it, it didn't have much left anyway. You know, mm -hmm. but what I was gonna what I was gonna do is basically right. You guys are looking at the wood elves. One of you gets pulled back. <gasps> but screw you, Drac. <clears throat> <laughs> so, so yeah, your 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 character, you're 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 kind of collapsing a little bit dizzy because you were at ground zero. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no avoiding that. Yeah, I don't think you get a reflex save. Nope. <laughs> so, so you took the full 11 to the face. Yep. So, okay. The Oof. thing's cleared. The, the wood elves are absolutely astonished. And they immediately assume that this is, this is all some kind of drow plot. So your choices are roll for initiative or surrender. Because if you if you do anything but surrender, you're gonna have to do initiative. Mind you, I've um, seen you guys whoop on worse odds than this. You've all been well, in worse places. <laughs> um, I'm waiting to see what my what compatriots. The... <laughs> As I'm trying to, I rolled clear... a twenty and then a seventeen. I don't even know if I can react, but... No, you're out. You're unconscious. Okay. All right. <laughs> you're either going to wake up in a jail cell or the afterlife. <laughs> On my initiative, I pass out. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the last thing she says is, fucking wood elves. 
<laughs> I guess it's better than Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so well, what's up, I'm guys? Gonna, I'll shake the cat, the cobwebs out, and I'll uh, you know bring my face up, and I'll be like, "What the hell was that?" I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Oh, yeah, but you killed that thing. It's gone now. Uh, I don't know funny. how, but it's gone. Sparky, what you what are you doing? Besides slowly getting into your mecha. I didn't think it would be a slow thing. Oh, fair enough. I, I had in my head like this like really slow movement while you're watching them with big eyes, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> oh no it would have solely enough they can't see me <laughs> yeah in a situation like that it was a i'm getting in double time as quick as i freaking can fair enough i'll give that to you so you're you're in your armor basically they're watching you guys for any hostile movement what are you guys doing what are you doing this is your turn i am standing still not necessarily readying myself for attack but i'm at the ready in case they do attack. All right, so you're putting your big metal arms up? Like hands up? Hands are kind of just at the side, semi-relaxed, but ready to snap and grab weapons if needed. Dude, they are weapons. Okay. <laughs> so at this at this point, the uh, the Wood Elves, some of the Wood Elves begin arguing. The, you know, the, one of the he, the way he's dressed, you can tell he's obviously a captain of some sort. You know, they're arguing amongst each other, uh, him and the the, uh, the centaur lady, uh, gesticulating at you guys wildly, and they are not happy. Does anybody speak Wood Elf? Negative. That's actually one I don't have. I do. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're out. <laughs> You're having dreams of eating a birthday cake shaped like your mother. <laughs> I hate it when I have that dream. Now, if you're if you're talking like you know aquatic elf or like you know water nymph or something like that, then yeah, no. we can we can talk. But now these are your these are your full blown savage cannibal you know primitive elves. And yes, folks, I said cannibal. They eat their dead. Ooh. Elf quest elf, just not as warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, that probably works. Okay, so if nobody makes any other actions, the woman, the, the, the female, uh, makes a final, like, a gesture, like, you know, enough! And then turning to you guys with broken common, she says, you will come with us. They don't, like, put shackles on on you, they, you don't think they even have shackles, you know. Like, academically speaking, for the you know for those of you who know even like a little bit about culture, the idea of, of restricting freedom is completely abhorrent to them. However, that usually means they don't take prisoners. So okay. we just made ourselves interesting. Yeah, they're surrounding you with spears and bows drawn. All right, gather up my pack. Gather up my faculties and a pair of boots off the ground and slip them onto my cohort's feet. And then, uh, all right, now as it, you uh, as you go to pick her up, you remember that scene in Star Wars with the angry Ewoks? It's kind of like that. You know, they're they're cutting you guys off from her or attempting to. You can try to stop them, but they're putting her in a special position. 
Um, she's actually the first one I want to look at because, you know, she got knocked out. Well, they're not letting you near her. Sure. They're not, they're not going to uh, willfully let you near her. I politely hand them her boots and shrug my, and uh, put my hands up in a no, uh, no non-attacking gesture and back away. I say in no uncertain terms, I'm a healer. Please, at least let me attend to her. Oh, hold on a second. Well, do me a favor and make me a diplomacy check. Oh, no. You got Because do they, they respect that. that. They, they, they respect that one. Damn it! Oh, my God. I hate God. this roll. Oh, you have a plus one. You Oh, dude. They rolled four, too. I was like, ah, oh, sudden yes. death round! <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, okay. They, they they just watched you burst out holy life energy. You're good. So they they let you they let you forward. Now something that your character I don't know what you want to do with this information, but you can see that the just subtly, um, from where the uh, that the blast of light touched, you know that forest queen. There's a little buds growing out of her antlers, just the tiniest little buds. From where your light hit. That's unusual. Is it? Actually, no. Not terribly. No. Hmm. Well, she's probably there, there's a better than average chance that she's part dryad. Okay, compared to the other stuff that was on top of the tower, this is not strange. Is what I'm what I'm trying to say. Compared to the other yeah. shit, okay. this is this is okay. Thank God, something only this weird. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, she doesn't seem to notice it, but she does reach up to scratch her antler. Okay, so now, are you going to heal her vitality, or are you going to attempt to heal a wound? If they see you um, healing a wound, you could be in trouble. No, it's just vitality. Okay, then go ahead and make your cure, as, as normal, cure light wounds. Cure light wounds, where is it? Now i got to pull out the spell book. That's first level. That's yeah, a... It's, it's a D6 per caster level, I think. Is it a D6 or a D8? D8 plus one yeah. per point of caster level. So maximum of plus five. So one D8. So that's a total of 13. Nice. Good. All right. So, yeah, she's still unconscious because you heal the vitality. Now, keep on. You can save someone's life by healing vitality. Okay, healing their vitality will still stop them from bleeding to death and shit like that. Okay? Cool. Yeah, I know. I know there's a lot of weird house rules, but it's not bastard game master from hell type. Okie dokie. Okay. So at that point, you guys are, are unless anybody takes any kind of action to free yourself or resist, they're going to lead you away into the forest to eat you. At least that's will, what the ladies say. I would say that. Try you know, going. <laughs> this one appears to be made of some kind of jerky. <laughs> yeah, I am not going to attempt to free myself. I am just going to attempt to uh, put my mental faculties back together. Cool. All right. So basically, the more chill you are with them, the more chill they are with you, with the exception of Shannon's character. Uh, she's being drugged along along on a uh, like a little litter, you know. Yeah. So I'm still watching very closely because, you know, she's still out. 
so traveling through the woods, the uh, it, it's getting to be almost dusk, so it's getting harder and harder to see, especially underneath the uh, the canopy of these woods. So it's going to be pitch black before long. But before that happens, you guys are noticing that the the leaves are beginning to fall, like here and there, but it's not the right season. It's fairly easy to surmise that the blight is spreading from the tower or the other towers or wherever it's spreading from, it's getting worse. Gotcha. So through the forest, they lead you until you find, until you find yourselves like at the foot of essentially a tree city. You know, their, their buildings are up in the trees. You know, humans would never could walk right through their, their, their city and never even see it if they don't look up. But Unfortunately, all of the uh, sconces and all the supports, it's all like it has grown directly out of the tree. Like they use magic to, to coax the trees to growing away they needed for their buildings and, and their structures. The problem is, is it's getting weak. Hmm. Starting to crumble. Um, the elves yeah. themselves, you can see around, they're getting sickly. And basically, they seem confused. So you guys are led through the various series of pulleys and, and, and bridges and whatnot until you find yourself at the great oak tree, wherein the prince of the forest resides. Now, this is a good place to pause it, but we can keep going if you want. Up to you guys. Um... Hey, I'm all for continuing. I think we may have dinner coming up here pretty soon, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I was going to say, if you want to take a five. Oh, it might be more than five. I don't know. It's just kind of one of those things where. Uh... Okay, let's see. Um, I mean, I don't know. How much longer do you guys want to go for? There's another good pause point coming up, so we can keep going for a while. Okay. Yeah. Then, Tom? I'm game. All right. Keep rolling. All right. Now, Shannon's character is led away deeper into the tree. Um, now, again, I want, I want to emphasize this tree is like the size of several city blocks. Okay. Not quite like the tree, not quite, not quite like the tree, the size of the tree from the Navi, but getting there. Yeah. You know, this is the, right. this is these the, what would be the centerpiece of the forest, although it's probably not in the center of the forest. All right, so they 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 lead you guys over the polished wood floors and up to right in front of the uh, the throne, almost as if the prince himself is daring you to make a uh, to make a a, a uh, attack of opportunity. Now he's dressed in very very fine armor, and he also has antlers, but they are wide and strong and powerful, like a moose. Sort of. And for those of you who are sort wondering of. if this is like World of Warcraft, sorry, World of Warcraft got it from previous sources. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So he looks down at you guys, you know, basically judgingly, and you know, people, you know, the the other Wood Elves give him the report, and then he says in in startlingly start, startlingly elegant common, "Why are you in our woods?" All right. I put because you let us here. <laughs> To investigate the blight. Couple, there's like a murmur, murmur around, and he asks you. 
he gets a kind of quizzical, almost introspective look on his face, and he asks you if you can see the blight. We've been tracking its movement. We've been employed by the council to investigate this. Which and council? Unfortunately, it led us to council under territory. whose authority? Like the entire uh, world. They're here by the council. I'm here on my goddess's authority. You claim to be and able to see the sickness? Can you not? We can't see it. He seems confused by your it. question. We have ways of sensing it. He kind of makes a gesture with his hand, and one of the uh, you know, one of the uh, smaller uh, elves is sort of brought before you, very, very, very sickly. Um, you the like you, you, a stiff wind would blow her over, kind of thing. Right. And she's dressed. She's dressed, you know, nicely, but you know her eyes yeah. are sunken in. The the sat, her skin is is very very pale. What do you see? Oh, that's a good question. What do I see? Like I said, she's very, very sick. Now you can roll she's... and see what else. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> the only question is, what do I roll? Do you Let's want me to here. roll on anything, Cass? Uh, well, she's in front of all of you guys. If you want to make a roll, you can. I would suggest diversifying, like instead of everybody doing a knowledge arcana, like everybody choose a different skill. You know, right. Um, I'm going to roll my science, my knowledge science. Smart. In this one. Damn it! I oh, hate this roller. I love it's that like roller. I love I'm, it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my spellcraft. Okay. All right. With unfortunately, with that, with that roll, that even with your bonuses, yeah, all you can tell is that she is definitely sick. Um, now she's wasting does, away. Does her? Does the? Is it something like magically that I can identify as being a similar signature as what we were reading at the tower? You're gonna have to use a detect magic or something. All right. Well, detect magic then. Okay. Um, what if I use the telescope before, to look at her? Before before I do, though, I will stop and I'll look at the prince and say, with your permission, I have some magical means of detecting things. You hear that tightening of bowstrings. All right, so basically... Out of respect. <laughs> all right, now she is absolutely suffering from the same sort of plague energies that, that that you guys have been seeing around but it's not quite the same as the necromantic energy that that formed the uh the uh the rend the the, the rip right related but, is it similar but, exactly. to what we, but is it similar to what we found in the aquifer yeah it's basically exactly what you found in the aquifer okay with a roll like that you could you can surmise they've been drinking the poisoned water Okay, well then that's what, that's, I will begin by stating that our, well, if anyone else has anything to say, then go ahead and get it out real quick, but I'll tell a little story. 
You have the floor. So our uh, journey started in the logging camp about five days, give or take, that direction, pointing towards the direction right. where the logging camp could conceivably be. Yeah. Which That's not I know terribly hard. Probably... But besides, they yeah. know the logging camp you're talking about. You know, they, they, they're, okay. they, you know, like I said from the, in the first session, they're, the two communities are having trouble. So they know exactly who yeah. you're talking about. The evening that we came into their establishment was a evening of a terrible rainstorm, and apparently there was a, um, a flux in the magisphere, we'll say. And pretty quickly, you realize was... he doesn't quite understand. You're using a lot of really complicated words that okay. do not. They're not part of the Wood Elf influence of life. He, he, you, know? he, you will see him stop mid-sentence and say, Ferrets were inhabiting dead bodies again. The undead were coming back to life. You woke up the I tower. turn and look straight at him. Yeah. Continuing with the story. Well, hold on. Drac, um, hasn't, Drac, Drac was doing something. So I, I'm just looking at him confusedly. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, like I say, he stopped mid-sentence and then he changes it back to dumb it down. Got it. Um, so uh, the undead were coming back to life. We defeated the undead. And then we followed them to their source, which was the well in the middle of town. This well, the day before, was had water running through it. Now the well was dry. Um, we explored the well and found signs of a blight. That's been affecting the countryside. And a we followed its scent up the up the underground river back to this location where it came up underneath that tower. Now, the tower doesn't seem to be causing it, and this blight continues to go further up the underground river. But I would imagine that you all have been drinking from the same poisoned river. You hear one of the one of the uh, wood elves you know, kind of yell out, "He's telling lies." The river lives. Have you been noticing a strange occurrence of things growing abnormally? Fish, things becoming larger, Roma bigger meaner more territorial another another one shouts out there's no evidence of this they are lying kill them now outsiders outsiders you can get in that answer they're starting to shout i look at the prince he's just just kind of looking at you guys inquisitively like he's i i i will use my uh my diplomacy to the best of my ability and engender the idea that i have nothing to hide no reason to lie you shall see you will be my guest this evening the way he says it it's there's not a no option however you can try yeah yeah no i i i i bow my head in acquiescence and you know back away so if it, unless you guys put up resistance, they lead you guys in all different directions. Um, 
it, it's obvious they're separating you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, each of you are led Probably. to a relatively, relatively nice, but, you know, not like extravagant, but a simple kind of room. The impression is pretty clear from how bare, how bare everything is. It's not a jail cell, but it's a jail cell. <laughs> this is the not a jail cell accommodations for guests. Yeah, basically. After a few minutes, you guys are given time to, you know, uh, straighten yourselves up. You know, not, not Shannon. Shannon's being occupied. <clears throat> and fairly quickly, relatively quickly, after the uh, after you guys you know, are in your room doing whatever it is you're doing, uh, there's a polite knock at the door, and then it opens. And a servant comes in, you know, carrying your know, food tray, um, puts it down, you know, f- basically fills your, 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 your cup from her carafe, and then she leaves. Um, I'm going to cast Detect Poison on the water and the food. Well, that's the thing. On the, po- the food, there's, it's poisoned, but there's no water. There's nothing in the cup. And the food is incredibly dry. Like somebody tried to cook it without water. But it's still poisoned. I don't partake of the food, and uh, if there's a window to toss it out of, I do. No, when, no window. Sorry. No window? Okay, it goes into a corner then. Yeah. Untouched. Now, that being said, there's a poison in the cup as if there were water. But there's nothing physically in the cup. Then what did she pour? Looked like water for the, from where you were. I mean, you didn't quite see it, but she was pouring something. Similar situation with all you guys. Same same situation plays out in all of your rooms, except Shannon's. Is it the uh, the is the poison the same between the food and the water, or the well, liquid in the cup? Only Drac would know that, and he can roll if he likes. Unless you're going to cast a check poison, but I think you're out of spells. Right. Well. Okay, on my side, I definitely wouldn't eat or drink anything, knowing that if the people here are being afflicted by the blight, then anything that they're doing very likely is what's causing them to suffer. Okay. Not a clue. Sorry, are you guys doing anything special while you're in those rooms, or just waiting for the dinner, or just chilling until dinner time? Do you want me to roll on a clue by four, or... A clue by four? <laughs> yeah. If you want to spend one of your one of your game master hints, you can do that. Just remember, you never know how many there are. No, I mean I'm going to I'm going to roll to basically at this point. I my character is going to go in to scrutinize everything though, just because there's enough evidence to seem to indicate that there's a very strong presence of the blight here. So anything that I can do myself to personally preserve my life would be good. But the second thing is, is if I can identify specific sources that would be also helpful because i could pass that along to the prince well the first thing you notice is that everything is so dry it's just so damn dry you know now that you're thinking about it even the air is it's like it's like hotel air dry Hmm. it's like california dry yeah No, there's no traps so, or, or any nefariousness rigged up in here. There's also no treasure that you can find. However, there is a weird Gideon Bible in the books in the bookshelf. <laughs> Those bastards have been everywhere. 
far, far, far. We're in the hotel, yeah, California. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, does the wood seem to have any semblance of life in it as far as the tree that, yeah, I mean, I imagine you have no way to know, but your, but your, your, your cleric buddy will know probably, but you have no way to know. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, all I can really work with is what's physically in front of me right now. And what's physically in front of me is not fit for consumption for at least myself that I can identify. Um, that being said, um, how does the water react to the wood? What water? There's nothing in well, the cup. Whatever's in the cup. There's nothing in the cup. Air. <laughs> Which is again weird because you saw her pour. So you saw her. Well, you thought you saw her pour. You didn't really see. You saw the back, maybe to the side. Uh, you made like she was pouring. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to take a moment and meditate. I'm going to see if I can recenter myself. Probably a good idea. Basically, go through the process of 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 setting my mental faculties back. Okay. So right. doing a knowledge check to see if there's anything uh, I know that's nope. <laughs> yeah, not much. All you know is there's no water. <sighs> Shut up, Dan. Spellcraft for a meditation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before too much longer, you know, while you're meditating, you know, you guys, they, somebody comes to get you guys, and I'm assuming nobody, nobody's putting up a resistance still. Nope. Okay. At least for the time being. All right, so they, they you get led, and again, it's not like a hostility thing. You know, they're they're wary of you, but they're not, you know, like pulling a knife on you or anything like that. As as you guys are moving along, you'll notice everyone is a little listless. You know, you didn't you didn't really notice it before, but the more you're watching, the more you're seeing, they're kind of walking around like in a daze. And then when you guys get to the banquet hall, where you know the 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 you being the honor of the guest, again. You, we're watching maids now. You're now you're even looking. They're not pouring anything. Nowhere. There's not a single drop of water in the entire room. All the food is is dried to the point of damn near being hazardous to your health. But they're all acting oh, like it's a great feast. Illusion. I checked my water yeah. skin. Is my water skin yeah. dry? No. Your water skins are all good. However, one of the uh, one of the elves that's sort of kind of distant, and when you check it, you kind of hear him go, and he kind of slowly turns his head to look at you. You put the water away. He looks away. They have no water. No, I think they're under a collective delusion. But he's still right. They, got, they ain't got no water. Well, there's that too, yeah. I is are we near the prince or are we? Like, yeah, yeah. You you guys are are basically to his right and left. It would occur to you that if you were an assassin, this would be a good opportunity, but something tells you it's not a good idea. No. 
But yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he's drinking and talking, or well, it looks like he's drinking and talking with everyone else, like everything's normal. Like he can't even hear the rasp in his throat. You know, they go to pick up, you know, grapes harvested from the from the forest, and it's just raisins. Yeah, I, uh, I'll take a chance. Um, I'll I'll get the prince's attention. He looks at you, Your Majesty. Um, I wouldn't like to presume anything, but I, would you be willing to share some of my water with me? When you say the word water, everyone within earshot kind of slowly looks up at you and starts smacking their lips. Might you have a place to hold water? That piques their interest even more. You have... One... You have it. Give it to me. The prince does not. He's like watching you guys, like watching for the reaction. But they're starting to act like zombies. Hmm. If you... So, go ahead. I, I'm I'm actually actively looking around the room for a vessel to hold a large amount of water. That's easy peasy. It's a banquet hall. I mean, hell, you can turn over turn over the flowers if you want to. They're and create anyway. water. It's zeroth level. Yeah, they you can do that. Okay, so you now are you like making a big spectacle or are you subtle or what? Um. I'm kind of subtly. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to go for subtle here. All right. As you do that, you look over at the prince, and he's got your eye, and he kind of nods very, very slightly. Like he gets it that you get it now. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with that water? Step back and make a gesture. For them to partake. Oh, this is going to be nasty. Um, rather than roll out all the gore, uh, it, basically they they start to swarm like a bunch of angry zombies. The prince and the and the forest lady they don't. They're just sort of they just kind of close their eyes like shit. Here we go again. But it's pretty easy for you to get out of the way. They're after the decanter of water. They, they, they're not going to turn to attack you. But their their right. minds, in the presence of actual water, go completely blank, like somebody starving in the for, in the in the uh, desert, or parched in the desert. Look at the prince. How long have you been without water? I start looking for more decanters to fill. He he kind of summons you guys. You you can make water all day and night. Is that what you're doing? Pretty much. All right. So you're seeing to the thirsty people. That's actually very good of you. They're gonna you're gonna get bit. Um, just understand. You're you're gonna you're, some people are gonna bite on you a little bit, but you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> so this basically, is more yeah, yeah. Very 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 good. Very kind of you. Um, yeah. So. The prince bids you guys to walk with him for a minute. And he explains to you that they they know something is wrong. He, they can feel a life is gone from them. But everything looks normal. The food fills them. The, the drink quenches. Yet they're dying. 
but again, there's no food and drink. You don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Well, I yep. was I was going to say that by our eyes, the food has been dried out to the point of becoming, well, you know, desiccated to it. You know, your grapes are raisins. You know, your 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 plums are prunes. That kind of thing. Um, Not sustainable. And there's no water being poured from any of your decanters into cups. And the only thing that we can sense is the same taint of the blight, the poison that's been affecting everything is on the food. It's on, you know, in the cups that you would drink from. He continues walking down while you're talking, while you guys are talking. If that was true, then explain this. He opens the door and you guys see Shannon's character dangling by her ankles. Uh, she is very conscious. Um, uh, Wiggling, wriggling, trying to escape, and she's being 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 suspended over a pit of scorpions. Um, these are not the nice kind of scorpions. No. Oh, these are the little white ones. Yeah. Ah, great. Now, a little bit of a difference in this world. Where I'm borrowing this part from Eberron. The 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 Drow worship arachnids in general, not spiders in particular. So mm-hmm. this is this is an ironic thing for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, scorpions. Not so many that you'd be overwhelmed, just enough to be terrifying. Mm-hmm. And he snaps his fingers and they start lowering her. Explain. And be quick. Now you're gag. You're trying to explain. You're like... <laughs> Translation. Beep, 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 beep. All of you! Yeah. Nice. Now, what elves are not? I'm not going to give these Ponzi forest tricks a satisfaction. I'm just going to stare at him. He ignores you. Now, what elves are normally a goodly people, but this might—all of this, all of this uh, behavior—is sort of out of character. But now you guys can kind of see, right? Mm-hmm. They're early being backed into the corner and they're doing this to survive. Why so, did you bring yeah. that? Are you working for that? Not to my knowledge. So, so it wouldn't bother you if we let her go? Well, of course it wouldn't bother us. She's a member of our party. He just stares at silently to... while she ticks down into the pit. We're trying to determine whether or not your people have been placed under a curse, for lack of better terms. And if we could find the source of it, which I can say pretty safely that that curse has been here far longer than she has been. She's however much you don't want to admit it is not in any way, shape or form responsible for what's befallen your people right now. That remains to be seen. That being said, if you want your pet back, you will go on a quest. I had a feeling this was coming. Of course, you spoke the truth. We sent our we sent delegates of our own. 
They haven't returned yet. And here you are with an assassin. She hasn't tried killing any of us yet. That you know of. True. Now this quest... I look over at Shannon's character. Have you tried killing us yet? We'll get ready to make more then. Well, she she did save my life. Now this <laughs> this quest is running in the same direction as yours. I have, a, I have a theory. Or he wouldn't use the word theory, but you, know, you get the idea. None of us have been able to contact the forest lord. He does not speak. Not since the towers. Find him. How many towers, to your knowledge, are there? He tells you there are there are four towers, and the way the way they're arranged, you can't see all the towers from any of the others. Does he have locations for them? Not really. I mean, he he could send a guide with you, but it's not like it's like going to turn at Fourth Street, you know? Yeah. They're pretty spaced out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he'll he'll elaborate if you ask him that they're so far apart that the elves initially didn't think they could be working together. You know, the problem is is that everything inside the area of those towers is just dying, and they can't figure out why. Okay, so... Energy from another dimension is why. Oh, are you going to explain what you guys found? Um, the barest minimum about dimensions. All right, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. I can't roll for crap on this. Damn. Like three, two, five, five. What the hell? Well, luck, luckily, he's not hes not as primitive as many of his friends. But he still doesn't get it. You explain to him there's a hole in the sky. that That's, yeah, got it, hole in the sky. Well, actually, it's a, no, it's a hole in the sky. <laughs> okay, so it's a hole in the sky with undead energy. Uh, it's technically a combination yep. between a couple of different types of energy, but um, we got to keep it simple. Yeah, I think that the towers are part of it, kind of like a—they're part of the problem, not the actual problem. Um. Without going back to that, I think that that main tower is like the center, the center point. But I think the other four towers are contributing to it. Well, he takes you guys over to a, a, a like one of those balcony ledges, and he points off into the forest in seemingly a random direction, unless one of you guys are a ranger. And he says, "The forest lord is there." Yeah. Oh well, then yeah, All right, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you you'll be able to tell you'll be able to follow his, his his direction. He tells you guys that the forest lord is there at the heart of the eight rivers. That would probably explain. Something. Okay. 
there's a better than average chance that whatever the blight is is probably coming from there. He tells you, he goes, he gives you a little bit more information that they've seen an unusual activity from the greenskins. Now, they're, they haven't intercepted them because they're sick. They basically, the others don't know they're sick. The prince and the mm-hmm. queen know they're sick, but nobody else does. So he's been he's been uh, guiding his his, his uh, troops and whatnot to avoid the goblins because they, they, he, right. he understands they can't handle a fight right now. Which, by the way, if you guys had chosen to resist, I would have emphasized, yeah, they seem like run out and weak for some reason. <laughs> paper tigers baby paper tigers no they could have done some damage but you know that was so not a whole situation okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> how much damage okay. would that be like a d4 in paper cuts <laughs> with lemon juice oh god and salt so yeah he tells you he he, he lets you guys know uh that the, the green skins have been active um they see them sometimes with humans they're not sure if the humans are captives or volunteers or, or what. They don't get close enough. But my this... character's thinking, no accounting for taste. <laughs> and he goes. He does go on to let you know that the goblin activity is there. It's it's well, they're normally aggressive little shits anyway. But this has been vicious, like coordinated. Um, some of the some of the soldiers suspect that they might have a hobgoblin leading them. You know, whatever. But they're 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 organized and they're aggressive. He'll also warn you. Uh, go ahead and make a for the whole group a general diplomacy check. See how much information he'll give you. That was weird. It was on a sixteen, and then it flipped to a three. <laughs> digital dice. I, I hate digital dice. Uh, he gives you a, a generic uh, overview. Oh, God. <laughs> I am stealing all the good rolls. <laughs> yeah, you are. This this is when this is when Sonatas goes and just decides to randomly go over and drop a deuce in a flower pot. <laughs> I do have to state, we have been given the, the message of dinner. Yeah. And by the way, quick thinking with that create water. I was about to have them attack you guys for your water. <laughs> Thank you. So, okay. So yeah, well, he, he gives you a, given, we... he gives you a generic generic rundown of what kind of creatures you can expect, but nothing you you guys are already familiar with. Okay. You know? Right. But yeah, he, he would offer to supply you. Because again, what, what, again, remember, what elves are a goodly people is just they're pushed to the fucking edge right now. Well, not they, only that, their supplies are likely tainted. Right. That too. Yeah. So um, that being said, he will allow you guys access to the armory. You can select an item if you wish. Ooh. You know, I would actually of... like to would actually like to know more about the towers themselves. Let me guess how much is he willing to talk right now? Ooh, he's very loquacious. Yeah, so he tells you that the towers appear on and off throughout the millennia. The elves don't know who built them originally, but they seem to come into into reality you know, during certain phases of the uh of the uh star cycle. 
So they're expecting that the death towers to disappear anyway. That's one of the reasons why they didn't freak out about it. But then you went and woke the thing up. So they're, what they're saying is these towers, they kind of flash into existence and then flash back out later. Yes, in time with the stars. And they, they've actually witnessed them doing this. Oh, yeah. They'll even give you, well, their version of, 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 a, of an almanac of record. How long do they typically stick around? Usually, I'll take a look at that. Usually for one moon. And how long have they been here already? A few days. The timing lines up with when, with when, with uh, with the council meeting. Mm-hmm. So the the these towers, if the if the pattern holds, the towers should be gone in about a week. The question is, with what you guys have seen, how much damage could that do? Well, I was about to say, at the very least, it's poisoned the it's poisoned the forest. So. Oh yeah. Is it always this bad? He has a hard time answering that because he can't tell how bad it is. He just has a feeling. Through through the conversation, you'll be able to glean that like they can't see the sunken eyes. They see themselves as healthy, but they feel that something's terribly wrong. So I believe it was Shannon who said that that said that some kind of illusion they're under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that it was some kind of collective illusion that they're under. Yeah, well, that's looking more and more likely as the conversation draws on. But these people are as tight as they are to the spirit of the woods, and that probably explains why they would be under some kind of a, of a collective delusion, because my thought is that the spirit, or whatever the case may be, is probably being affected, and spirits being what they are tend to affect the land and the people are the land and da 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 right uh, when you mentioned that uh drac go ahead and make a roll um knowledge science all righty coming up uh oh there we go. Hey, good better than a four it's yep. not it's not an illusion. All of these people are asleep. Even the prince. They're acting out They're their all... dreams. They're all asleep. They're all they're all sleepwalking. Sleep cognating. But they're they're in a phase of magically induced sleep. Oh. So it's not an illusion, but it is. But not quite. You see what I mean? Okay. I'm I'm gonna kind of nudge our wizard friend and kind of whisper that into his ear. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I'll have to think on that. Kind of an aha moment. Yes and no. It it kind of falls in line with some of my other thoughts. It's, it would, I can't really explain it to, to the prince in a way that they can understand it, but I might be able to tell you. Yeah, there's no way. I have a, huh? I I have a feeling that what's happening here is a convergence of two different realities. The towers are essentially anchor points. 
and the rift is just a physical manifestation of the effects. I think that what's probably happening is, is that the spirit is essentially put out of sorts by the process. And so it's natural defense is to basically go into sleep, let the trouble pass over, and then it'll wake up and set things to rest. Um, or it could be that there is a malevolent force causing this in the first place and attacking the great spirit as it were. Going from there. But these are thoughts. Good thoughts they are. Eh, well, it still doesn't I, get us any closer. Exactly. It's one of those things where it's an interesting point to where if the great spirit is basically put into a type of fugue or slumber or whatever the case may be, um, there may be it may be that literally everything in this land is acting in a preservation mode, if you want to put it that way, and. So the people are still going about, they're still attempting to eat, they're still attempting to drink, they're still attempting to function. But the trouble is, is that they're not actually realizing that any of it is doing them any good. They're not drinking any actual water. It's If they're in the same fugue state, then all of them are sharing the same collective delusion. Right. In which case, to fix it, we have to go wake the spirit up yeah that's what the prince seems to be trying to tell you and with that revelation you imagine he would be a lot more talkative if he was actually fully cognizant yeah because it's really hard to big brain when you're asleep yup yep 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 <laughs> the question is how well, long for with, with that information how long before their dream before the collective dream starts to shatter and they start to fall upon each other can't be that long. Well, yeah, you With just fucking suit. watched it happen, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that would also imply, or that would also show the reasons why there's so little self-control or any of that other stuff. Exactly. Okay. Well, I believe next game session should start with us basically getting our snit together to uh, GTFO and go, go track down the uh, stuff. And then eight rivers, of course. Eight rivers, four towers. There's a, no, there's a certain sense of symmetry within all of this stuff. So there's a little bit too much function and, and purpose put to these things to uh, to to be just dumb luck. Or is there not too much enough? Whatever. Dun, dun, dun. All right, kids. We're, we're talking about a very complex and wide-range ritual. Oh, yeah. Yeah, someone has spent a lot of time and a lot of resources into constructing this and getting it set up just so. so. All right. Yep. So, Shannon, did you do me a favor and make an escape artist check? Okay. Uh, 
17. Okay. So basically, Shannon's character appears like right next to you guys, dusting herself off. The ones that were lowering her into the scorpions are now lowering a giant bag of flour. You don't know where she got the flour. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're basically, you, you, you take advantage of the dream state and get the fuck out. Yeah, I was yep. about to say, we, I escaped somehow. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just for a, a little bit of screw you, can I be like holding one of the scorpions and petting it? Make a handle animal check. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm going to pay for this, I know. Uh, uh, 16? Yeah, that'll do it. That works. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> I'm watching over her, making sure that this that she doesn't uh, accidentally get stung. So. And then later on, several sessions down the road, Dan's alone with a scorpion, and it says, "I ate you." <laughs> God. Yes, cue, cue a different time. <laughs> okay. All right, Cass, we're going to go get some grub. I'll talk to you later. All right, cool. Have fun. Everybody have fun? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Good. All good there, sir. Okay, wow. um, how do you want to do XP or any of that other stuff? Um, let me get it calculated. Because remember, I don't just take combat. There's also like the, the various traps and whatnot. So like, you guys are gonna get XP for for Drac seeing you know, catching the guy behind you before he could get you, kind of thing. So let me calculate yep, yep. it. I think you guys should be six level by the end of this session. So okay. just we'll, let's go ahead and Sweet. assume six level, and then if 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 I'm way off, you know, I'll bank it. Okay, sounds good. All right. All right, cool. We'll talk at y'all later. Thanks for playing. And uh, when next we meet. Indeed. Okay. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.